0: What's your title? Again, she doesn't think what I do is cool, so. Hi, I'm senior editor Morgan Phillips, and I'm here with About Town editor Blakely Freed. Hey, Morgan. And Blakely had the great idea today for us to do a sort of year in review of all of our issues of Tulsa people in 2021. And I love that. So we are sitting here surrounded by all 12 issues, um, actually 13 if you include our inaugural Tulsa People Home issue. If you ask me, like, for instance, February 2020 was like a year ago, but it really was two years ago.
1: Yeah, it seems like a whole year has just kind of – it's has been a blur, has into it Into the ether, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's so weird. So this is just kind of refreshing our own memories. Um, but we want to just sort of talk about some of our favorite issues and features in those. And I'm going to kick it off by talking about our Tulsan of the Year issue for 2021. We do Tulsan of the Year every year. Normally, we name one special person. Who's a Tulsan that we want to recognize for something that they've done over the past year that's also looking forward to something that's to come? But we did something different because of the pandemic. We recognized all Tulsans, and those included frontline workers, teachers, parents, um, Black community leaders, government officials. And so it was a a great kind of collaboration of our team um, that happened, if I remember right, a little bit last minute because we had to pull in lots of different voices and pieces to that. I wanted to mention uh, our cover was also very um, non-traditional for us, which was more conceptual, and it's a mirror, and it says it's you because we wanted people to have the feeling of, like, we've all made it. Like, we've made it this far in the pandemic. Um, And just a super side note, that was supposed to be an actual mirror, and we were talking about we're not quite sure what happened. And it just goes to show you that there's many um, different Uh, people involved and um, steps in the process of bringing a magazine from the idea phase to the the copy and photo phase to you know what you hold in your hands when you get it off of our rack Um, and so um, I just remember bringing in my daughter's book called Cats Cats that had an actual mirror in it and it was a sample that we were supposed to send to the printer and I don't know exactly what happened but
1: that's just one example of how With print, uh, you know, we might have lots of ideas for certain things of how to make them different, but sometimes it just doesn't work out the exact way we want, so.
0: Right, which leads us into our February issue, which I know that it holds a special uh,
1: place in your heart, Blakely. Yeah, um, I have been working with Tulsa people specifically since January 2020, and the February 2021 issue was uh, my first cover story, so it was really exciting to get to have that uh, exposure. But it's Tulsa's love stories. The The series is called Snapshots of Local Love, and it features four couples, um, all of whom I got to interview via Zoom and phone, which, as you can imagine, during the pandemic, it was, it really or during the height, I guess, of the pandemic last year, was really difficult um, trying to coordinate interviews for features because some of the more special anecdotes that you get come from in-person conversations. Um, But I was so grateful that uh, Del and Audrey, Arnold and Pat, Pat and John, um, and Tony and Michelle were all so willing to share their love stories with us. So that's an evergreen story. Go check that out, um, especially in February when you're feeling a little love.
0: Yes, and that leads us into um, our March issue of 2021, which kicked off our three-part series um, that was commemorating the centennial anniversary of the Tulsa Race Massacre. It started off with an essay from Hannibal Johnson um, in March called Greenwood's Rebirth. And then the following month, Carlos Moreno did a article called Greenwood's Renewal. And then in May, uh, I was able to write the cover feature, uh, which was um, Greenwood's Reckoning. And so that is something that I will always remember It was a series that was more than a year in the making. And so I just, I'm really proud of how we were able to tell that story. And it's a story that's continuing to be written as evidenced in our most recent issue, the December issue, which is now out on shelves and available at TulsaPeople.com. And um, I have another feature on Greenwood and um, some work ahead for the community and for the city of Tulsa.
1: Related to that series, the May cover features a work of art, which is I don't want to say it's the first time we've ever done it, but um, it's definitely in my recent memory the first time we've done uh, a piece of someone else of a Tolson's art on the cover, and that's Inseparable by Ange Braggs of Black Moon Collective.
0: On the cover of August, we have members of the Union Renegade Regiment, which just went to the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, and that was awesome to see them there. Yes. Um, But they were on the cover of our August issue first. And then that brings us into the fall. Did you have any specific favorite issues from fall 2021?
1: Well, I always really appreciate um, and enjoy putting together the women's issue um, where we really try to not every single story is necessarily um, women focused but we do try and make a consorted effort to tell stories of you know local women leaders business owners um, and the like and I actually uh, on the cover of the September issue is a dear friend of mine and her precious children so um, that holds a special place in my heart but I really the funny thing that I realized when I was looking through <laughs> these magazines today was uh September was the issue where we did a preview on Scott Fest. And Scott Fest is something that happens every year. So with stories like that, I always try to find an angle that uh, might be really specific or, or focused on one aspect of an event. Um, this year, that was the bagpipes and the, the uh, people who play bagpipes um, in a competition on that day. Um, and then also the groups in Tulsa who make up... Um, bagpipers and drummers. Uh, I think there are two actually. Um, So what I didn't realize um, about that was that when I was looking through my Spotify Unwrapped, Scotland the Brave was actually one of my top songs. And I think it's because I really wanted to, you know, there's like method acting. I think there's method editing too. So you have to kind of get into the story of what you're editing, you know, you got to listen to bagpipes when you're, editing a story about bad pipes so
0: absolutely i think that's great exactly uh and that leads us into our um november pet issue which you've heard about recently that's always a favorite around here and then our december issue which again is out now and i wanted to share something funny um you know first of all i've worked here for almost 10 years more than 10 if you count the fact that i was an intern before i actually became an editor here but um my kids know that I work at a magazine, um, which you would think would be cool to them, but they don't really care. I mean, I feel
1: like digital just, age kids, I guess. It's just funny <laughs> that they don't
0: really they don't really get it. Like if I said I was a professional Instagrammer, they might think that was cool, but um, or YouTuber. YouTuber, yeah, YouTuber, you right? Um, but something that was pretty neat yesterday. Um, our school district has a distance learning day, uh, the first Monday of every month, and it's kind of really annoying, to be honest, for working parents, (laughs) but um, it does give us the opportunity to, um, you know, work firsthand with our kids on some projects for school, and something that my... eight-year-old's teacher assigned to her was that she needed to create a paper doll um, that represented um, like the cultural dress of another country and talked about like the winter holiday traditions from that country and so she had to you know depict that and then she also had to write a two to three paragraph report about what she learned researching the cultures and traditions of that uh, that country and so it was really cool because in our December issue our intern Deborah Uh, She wrote about three Tulsa families who are from um, three different uh, countries uh, and one of those was Nigeria. So uh, Deborah and Morris... Odoico? I hope I'm saying their last name right. But they are um, pictured on the uh, the first page of the Just Like Home feature. And they have two adorable little girls. And they're in this beautiful uh, African clothing. And um, I got to read that story to my daughter. And she created her paper doll based on the photo. And it was really neat because it really came to life. And I offered to read her the rest of the article. And she was like, that's enough, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not anything like related to Deborah's writing.
1: It's just it's that again, she doesn't
0: think what I do is cool. So she was like, "I'm done." Thank you.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I really enjoyed that story because of the um, the colorful photos and also just the process of hearing um, Deborah conceptualize, like come up with this idea. And f- it's frankly an idea that we would not have come up with ourselves because. Um, Deborah being an international student ORU I think gives that, pers- that more international perspective so I think it's really cool that, um, that your daughter could incorporate a locally inspired um, kind of you know global Christmas celebration so yes we love Deborah
0: it's her last week with us so shout out to Deborah you're awesome and um, you guys whoever you're listening out there you need to hire her because she's great yep <laughs> <laughs> thanks for joining us today For all of the stories that we've talked about today, plus everything else we've worked on this year and in years prior, you can go to TulsaPeople.com.